You should get like a locket and put one Skittles gummy inside the locket. Then you always have ridiculous one, locket. one Skittles gummy. I would also always have like <laughs> insects <laughs> near me. Brunch! Hit it, boys! Tell you what, I got a th- question off of a uh, commercial I saw the other day. And it was for a new item that I've since looked up and found out came out at least six months ago. But Skittles has a new product okay. called Skittles Gummies. And they're like throwing gummies all around the place in the commercial. And has gummies been overtaken by pothead culture? And that you can't call something a gummy if it doesn't contain THC or delta uh, eight, delta eight, or delta De- nine. Delta is delta nine. The delta eight is diet smoke, famously. Right. Okay. And delta nine is your typical THC. Okay. And uh, when you all get my to pot, yeah, all my pot brains know this. When you get to di- delta ten, it's like it's like all right, slow down. That's a pal. joke, that's, right? <laughs> diet no, because smoke. No, because it gets. That's it gets more serious the higher you go. Oh, so we got Delta a, Seven would be the joke. We got a complaint that at no point uh, in a podcast had I said you order diet smoke. That's a joke, right? <laughs> and I was like, you just got to rewind to earlier in the episode. Pretty sure I said it. Maybe even the first words of the podcast, first opportunity to make that joke is there. Yeah, but can uh, Skittles call their thing Skittles gummies if there's no pot in it? I mean, they they can. I, I just like, you know, gummies has become synonymous with edibles now. Right. So, so. It, it, shouldn't that be like a marketing thing? Like isn't, in a meeting, isn't somebody saying like, hey, should we be really dropping the G word if we're not popping any of the deltas into this? Well, maybe they're just retry- they're trying to reclaim it, Re- reclaim the innocence of, of the word gummies. That's fair. But famously, Skittles has only made gummies since June of 2021. True, but uh, Skittles has been hot in the streets. That's probably not true. I was going to say Skittles has been hot in the streets for long before pot has been hot in the streets. Pot has famously been hot in the streets for a long time. Do you know that th- there's an ongoing argument with my friends as to what hot in the streets means? Hot, like one of my friends thought, th- thinks that when he, he says when he hears hot in the streets, he hears like, there's like heat on them, and like no. people are like out to get whatever you're talking about. Hot in the streets means it's like flying cool. off the shelves. Cool, like, right? Yeah. That's yeah. how I know it to mean. I wouldn't say that Skittles gummies would be hot in the streets. No, because they came out in 2021, and you're just now finding out about them. Would you have Skittles gummies? Would you waste any of your candy candy uh, budget? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'd try them once. I'll tell you what, I'm At out of control. I, I've been just blowing my candy budget on not uh, Hershey's Cookies and Cream, but Hershey's Cookies and Cream drops. They're like kisses, except they're cookies and cream, and they're in the shape of, honestly, they're in the shape of like a Skittles gummy. Really? They're like a circular, like almost like a coin, and so cha-ching, say your taste buds. So the candy bar was like your gateway drug to now the cookies and cream. And diet places. smoke was my gateway drug to the gateway drug <laughs> of that one or two, however many candy bars that the nice Uber Eats person ended up delivering. Yo, yeah, uh, Hershey's cookies and cream. I'm out of control with that right now. So good. Have you done it since? I have no, I haven't. I haven't done it in like a decade, probably decade plus. I forgot that those existed. Don't know that I had seriously ever thought about it until I it, it was brought up like a few months ago. And the next time I was thinking about candy, which I'll tell you what, for someone with as bad at eating habits as I have, I don't really do candy. No, me neither. I've been doing a lot of ice cream, mm. uh, chips, big chips guy. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I'm not like a not like a sweet head. Yeah, I do a, uh, my binge eaters will know this, uh, I'll do something, like two things that will counteract each other, so you ha- so like you never stop. So like you have ice cream, and then you have Chex Mix, and there's no way you ever stop until all of it's gone, because 
You can't like Those leave are the two off hardest things to stop eating. All right, that that that's <laughs> true too. But like, you can't leave off with sweet. You're like, I got to balance it out with a little, a little like salt and garlic here, and then you're like, well, now I got check mix think, mouth. I never think about like the uh, the like the the mixture of like that, like sweet or sour, like sweet and whatever. Well, it's called like, bargaining and like rationalizing. It's like like you your brain. You're trying to come up with a way to tell your brain it's okay for me to no. eat an entire bag of chips. My brain meat. is just like, do I want this? Yes or no? And yeah. usually the answer is yes. Well, clearly not, because then why, why wouldn't you always be, why wouldn't you constantly be doing both ice cream and Chex Mix then? Because it's usually only when I'm like high. Like if I, uh, that's the only time I really snack. That's good. I don't, I mean, I, I rarely snack in, but just because I don't have any th- i don't let myself buy anything because if i like if, I, right. if it's if in I, the house you're just if gonna... i get those drops those things are gone in a second but honestly i bet we, we should do a challenge i bet i could have a bag of skittles gummies in my home and i could keep it on me at like all times keep that thing on me keep that thing on me and i bet i could go a year Without finishing that bag of Skittles wow. gummies. I think that we should do this challenge. We should mark it down. The, keep the receipt the yeah. day you bought it. Okay. And just keep it everywhere. You you have to bring it everywhere. So then is, the, is, like the, they're gonna, is there a rule of like, I can't go out and buy other Skittles gummies? Yes. It has to be the original bag. Okay. But and and you, can't, you can't have Skittles gummies outside of that bag either. Fair. What, what about other candy, though? Yeah, you could do that. So then I can go buy other ca- like if I'm like really Jones and what if I'm like all right, I'm going to go buy some like I guess like the hard version of Skittles gummies would be like Luden's cough drops. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't even be Skittles. Yeah. Uh, you just have to have it on you at all times and you you have to go 365 days without finishing the bag. Okay, what if I like get in the pool? It has to be pool. I like hold it. Pool side. Uh, the only thing I that- jump in the water and I hold it up as I as my body goes <laughs> That's in. Right. My only concern is that, like, if you were to go to a concert or something, like, they wouldn't let you bring in the outside snacks. Maybe you could explain the situation to the security guard and be like, "Sir, you don't, you don't understand. I'm not going to eat these. Don't worry about it. But I have to have them on me." All right, within you, so, could, uh, you should just tape all the Skittles gummies to your body underneath your shirt. I have to have it on me within reason, which means I have it. At home, if I go, if I'm like out of town for the weekend, mm-hmm. I bring it with me. Yes, I don't think I need to like bring it to work or anything. It has to be in the car. In the car, so that this is where it fucks me up because I don't want. I'm very proud of how few things I need on my person when I leave. The only well. thing really saddling me down is the enormous phone charger i bring with me because i have an iphone one with a max battery yeah, life of like 13 Your phone minutes charger is outrageously large it's it lasts like two weeks though <laughs> yeah it's, it's amazing yeah it's awesome but um, you how, so how about this you only have to have one skittles gummy on you at all times Okay, I'll break off a what if i get a little ziploc bag put some skittles gummies yeah, so you in can do that. there yeah, yeah put that in because, my like work bag because really all you would need is one skittles gummy to preserve the integrity of the bag okay it'll be i wonder what it'll be like if i just ever pop one though will it be will i be tempted that'll probably make it harder well, like given to so. the, the you know dance should, you know what you should do is you should get like you should get like a locket and put one skittles gummy inside the locket then you always have ridiculous one, one Skittles gummy. I would also always have like <laughs> insects <laughs> near me. That's true. Fruit flies. It would be hilarious though if you were to do that and like just at a party at some point you were just like, I'm, I'm a little buzzed and a little hungry and you just pop open that locket and take out the Skittles gummy. That's very like always sunny in Philadelphia and or like Feidelberg. Yes. Like I could see Feidelberg having like loose Skittles. Not well, just because he's a Skittles he guy. Loose ham. Yeah. Like I could see him pocket doing ham. something like that. Uh, what would be. So I could definitely do this with Skittles gummies. I don't know if I could do it with. Uh, is it Skittles that makes these? But is it. I think it's Skittles jelly beans. 
Uh, or yeah, who made yeah, or Jolly Rancher Jelly? Oh, Jolly, Jolly Rancher, Rancher Jelly beans. beans. Yeah, yeah. That is like a Those top five outrageous. food on the planet. <laughs> yes. Honestly, the regular Jolly Ranchers are awesome too. Jolly like Ranchers are dope. The uh, the the jelly bean versions are somehow better than regular jelly beans. Another good like reverse of this thing is what if you had to have two now and laters every day for a year? One now and one later. One late, yes, of course. You think you'd be able to do that? How many teeth do you think you would have? What's a now and later? There, it's like a taffy type thing. But when you're, I haven't had one in forever. But I just remember legitimately one time in middle school, it, it if they got stuck to your teeth, it was like, a, like an over. ordeal taking them off. So one time I had a loose-ish tooth. And it got stuck to that oh, tooth, and I was like, I don't do teeth. No. Oh, oh, no. Well, neither did I that day uh, because I had one fewer. I just ripped it out. And oh. yeah. No, I don't do like teeth stories. Got some real, what is wrong with you when I ripped it out? Ah. Yeah. yeah the, do you have like those things? I mean, like, I feel like everybody has one of those things where it's like phobias? Teeth. Yeah. Well, not like. Would you call it a phobia? Like, I'm not like afraid of teeth. It's just like when you talk about teeth getting hurt. It's like it's awful. Like it gives me shivers throughout oh. my entire body. Um, People do that with eyes a lot. Like, oh yeah, like touching I mean, an eye or whatever. I don't think. I mean, I'm just a coward. I, if I think that anything remotely gross might happen on a screen or something, you watch I look all away. the Saw movies. Yeah, but I if it's like five, four, three, two, I'm like they're not going to make it, and then I turn <laughs> away. And they're like, "Wow, did you see that?" I'm like, "Let me guess, it was gross." Yeah, I don't do teeth. The uh the like the curb stomping scene oh, in American History X. Yeah, like, like uh, I yeah, I, I sprint from that. You would not like the movie Would You Rather, starring Britney Snow. This Although is, this is with um Bevins. Yes. She chooses um there's a thing where there's a you take a card and you choose either um Whatever they present, or you open the card, mm-hmm. and she's given uh, hold, have Bevins hold your head underwater for two minutes, or the card. Are there good things on the card sometimes, or is it always bad? I think uh, is it like what's behind door number two? Right, I, I'm pretty sure the. I think that in all cases the card is significantly worse really? but there's a but you just don't know right but uh she picks she picks all right put my head underwater and good choice because i think that's not terrible like you're not gonna drown right two minutes right so so uh two minutes is tough yeah, it's tough, and you might pass out, but like, right. your you, head comes out of the water at some point, right? I think as yeah, I think that as long as you get to take a good breath before, you're okay. Mm-hmm. So she does that, and then there he's like, "Oh, let's see what the card is." Oh, and it was like a picture of a tooth, and he was like, "Extraction of all your teeth." Sorry, Bevins. Maybe next year, and Bevins is like, "All." Oh pissed and the next and then one of the other guys is like i'm a gambler i know what uh you're thinking you're thinking that because she chose that i'm gonna choose this and blah blah you have the book on me but here's the thing pal i got the book on you give me the card and it's a firecracker and he's like you have to have a fire you have to hold a firecracker that goes off and he's like all right maybe that won't be so bad it ends up being a half stick of dynamite. Oh. Blows his hand off. He die. He bleeds out and dies. Um, Jason Pierre-Paul built different. Right. Uh, S- Sasha Gray? Is that her name? Sure. Uh, adult actress? I don't know. Something great. She was an entourage. Let's see. Sasha Gray? Uh, something gray, right? Yeah, Sasha Gray. She was an entourage. Her name actually, famously, is apparently Marina Ann Hansis. But she's known professionally as Sasha Gray. (laughs) Okay. That's a... How you end up with that? (laughs) Uh, Anyway, she chooses the card, and the card is four minutes 
underwater. That's tough. And they're like, yo. You could die with four minutes underwater. Right. He, he's like, what, they're all objecting. They're like, like, come on, that's impossible. Yeah. And he's like, technically not true. You can live. So they do. She's like, all right, three, two, and he throws her down before she gets oh, the breath. Oh, come and on. She, yeah, it sucks. She's like struggling within like 20 well, yeah, seconds. Right. And it's just like toast immediately. Yeah. So unfair. Yeah, I mean, like, if you're going to give somebody a challenging uh, challenging card or whatever, give them a fair shot. Yeah. He, uh, the the guy that, there was like a little romance with him and Brittany Snow until she shoots him at the end Ooh. to win. And then she goes back and her brother, played by, I believe, Logan Miller, uh, has killed himself because she she'd done all of it because she needed money for right, him. Yeah. And he was like, yo, this is the one night she's going out. I don't know what she's up to, but uh, I can't be burdened to her. Heartbreaking. Real commentary on the healthcare system. Uh, crazy movie. <laughs> I, this is like the second and a half time that you've explained it. Yeah. But it's always interesting. It's one. It was definitely my favorite. Deej explains the movie. Love that. Yeah. Um, so we'll have to figure out that whole uh, candy thing. Not really sure even where that story was supposed to go, uh, but well, lots of movies are out. That's right. Uh, before we get to that, I want to talk about a movie that I watched. West Side Story. Yes. Yeah. No, but before that, we're going to Tarantino this. Saw the new Batman movie. Yes, that's right. But before that, I saw Studio 666. Yes, but before that. I watched uh, There Will Be Blood. I need, to, I need to remind myself why we think Paul Dano's good. Uh, because he was awesome in There Will Be Blood? Yeah, he was good in that movie. Yeah, that movie's awesome yeah, altogether. I mean, it's a great movie. Paul Thomas Anderson, Daniel Day-Lewis. But before that... Paul Dano, probably a distant third of greats there. Uh, I don't like Paul Dano as much as everybody else, I've realized. We can get to I that. I don't dislike Paul Dano. We can get to that in a little bit, but before that... I saw Love and Mercy, in which Paul Dano played Brian Wilson. Oh, yeah. But before that... Before that, he was in There Will Be Blood. With Paul Thomas Anderson. That's right. But before that, mm-hmm. Diet Smoke. Before that, uh, I would like to tell tell you about Vizzy. Yeah. Uh, yes. All right. I'd like to tell you about Vizzy. I'd like to talk about a time I had a difficult choice to make where all the options were too similar. Yeah, right. Just like what you all the movies that you saw. Right. I saw my like, oh, man. There will be blood. Uh, drive my car. All these movies are the same thing. Actually, I want to see the new Batman and I go to get a Coke, and this uh, lovely uh, worker, Happy International Women's Day, <laughs> <laughs> says, uh, is, Pepsi o- get that joke. Yeah. <laughs> is, is Pepsi okay? Yes. And I say, if I wanted a cough, <laughs> that's such a great joke. Minus the language. I'd clean it up a little bit. But anyway, sometimes, like, Sometimes the options are all the same, but when there's something extra with one option, it makes your choice easier, right? As the first hard seltzer with antioxidant vitamin C, Vizzy brings something unique and delicious to the table. I wonder if I'm supposed to say things like Coke and Pepsi during reads for for beverages. Too late now. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to share a story of someone who I admire who unapologetically has two traits you wouldn't expect to go together. For example, mm-hmm. someone I admire, depending on the day, has the trait of eating ice cream and also the trait of just smoking Chex Mix to the face. Okay. And it's what okay. It it's okay when someone can do both. Yes. Find you someone who can do both. That's right. Grab yourself a drink that can do both with Vizzy Hard Seltzer. Vizzy's the first hard seltzer crafted with antioxidant vitamin C, extracted from superfruit acerola cherry. There's plenty of hard seltzers to choose from, but with its bold and delicious dual fruit flavors and antioxidant vitamin C, Vizzy makes the choice a little easier and a lot tastier. I kid you not, man. I go- everyone knows we do our seltzers we like our seltzers pete yeah personally is more of like a, he likes fruit flavored seltzers no i like meats you used to that's right but, i've been converted yeah i did see our guy uh, jeff israel tweet yesterday like what is the point of of uh of hard seltzers i mean he, uh, he i think he said there's an he, answer i think i think he w- said uh what is the point of hard seltzers other than like switching from beer to seltzers at a wedding or something 
But that's a man who's not familiar with Vizzy. I mean, I, I just disagree. I if, if you're out in the hot sun and you really don't want to do beers as much... I think he later did issue a correction and said, okay, the beach. There's so many things. That, that's a little... Uh, that's a little dude with signy of jeff <laughs> it's a little like what is the point hey why are we doing this if you do this then whatever that like uh, not our speed but if you don't like Vizzy, you're nuts That's um right. there's pineapple mango black cherry lime strawberry kiwi blueberry palm papaya pea watermelon strawberry blackberry l and famously raspberry tangerine Vizzy also has a lemonade hard seltzer as well as watermelon hard seltzer each variety pack offers four delicious fruit flavors and at the same antioxidant vitamin c my favorite personally give me that blueberry pea okay blueberry pomegranate yeah. you ever had that one yeah i like blueberry stuff i do blueberry bing bong in the morning i either wow. have blueberry coffee or i do a french vanilla coffee blueberry stuff you know the blueberry is like easy supposedly on the old uh on the old brain really yeah so you skip breakfast and stuff that brain with blueberries yes hell yeah i load the genius without eating the blueberry i still get the antioxidants the good vibes and i mean if you're putting bing bong in your system which of course during this hard seltzer read Let's just randomly talk about coffee for a yeah. couple minutes. But I figure, like, if you're putting in, if you're putting coffee and caffeine in you, which can rile you up a little bit, it's nice to have like a little soothing thing in there. That's right. Which blueberry can do. So if you're just chilling out, I love me a blueberry pomegranate Vizzy because yeah. it's got the good vibes, the good energy, the antioxidant. I mean, you're getting antioxidant vitamin C throughout all these, but blueberry really is like a that's like OG antioxidant. You ever try putting beans in your computer? I've seen the, that video. <laughs> I, I'm not not a fan of that kid. What? Yeah, I think he's kind of kind of wasting that, that guy's time. I hope he paid that man for his service. Yeah, I hope he did too. But that is an all time video. Just the exclamation of "This is beans!" <laughs> <laughs> it never hurts to add some vitamins and antioxidants to the mix. With Visit, you can enjoy refreshment now with antioxidant vitamin C. And at 5% ABV, 100 calories, and less than one gram of real cane sugar per can, every sip of Visi is more exhilarating. So, set up your seltzer game with Vizzy. To find out where you can purchase Vizzy, go to VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash washed. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash washed. To get updates on latest flavor drops and more, sign up for emails at VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash subscribe. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash subscribe. Must be 21. I saw the new Batman. Yeah, but I saw a movie called Our Friend, and it is the most depressing movie that has ever existed. Yeah, give that to me. You said you were... Do- you described it. It sounded like the five-year engagement. I've never seen the five-year engagement, but I did see Our Friend, which came out in... Uh, it came out at the uh, film festival in, like, 2019, but didn't get widely released until 2021. Okay. Uh, it lost about $10 million at the box office. But in fairness, it came out right before the pandemic. It came out in January of 2021. Uh, stars, I, I didn't know anything about it when I went into it. So started off my Monday morning, was like, I'm going to watch a movie. I'll just pick something random on Amazon. Pick this one because I like the cast. It has uh, Casey Affleck, Dakota Johnson, and Jason Segel. And I was like, I like all three of these people. Let me see what this is about. It is about... Just the worst time ever. It's about a couple, Casey Affleck and Dakota Johnson, and Dakota Johnson has cancer. Okay. It's terminal, and uh, it is about uh, their mutual friend, Jason Siegel, who's like their best friend of both him and her, and he like uproots his own very depressing life to come assist basically in like the hospice care of Dakota Johnson's character, and it doesn't get any more uplifting. It probably doesn't get any more like the five-year engagement, because that cannot be more the five-year engagement. Really? It's Jason Siegel, Dakota Johnson, and Jason Siegel uproots his life. That's the five-year engagement. Jason okay. Siegel and Emily Blunt have to move to Michigan, and he hates it, and it's horrible, and she's thriving. Then Jason Siegel starts fucking Dakota Johnson... Casey Affleck isn't there, but I mean, the, that all sounds the same. So there's an affair. Is in, Kevin Hart in this? Is there, no, but there, is there an affair in uh, in? Yeah, in, there's also an affair in this one. Is does Alice? What kind of accent is Alison Brie doing in this one? 
None. She's not in it famously. What kind of five-year engagement is? How are you going to make the five-year engagement without Alison Brie? That's she a does point. a British accent. She oh, no. bangs Chris Pratt. They have a kid and it ends up like they end up having like a nice family life when it seemed like they were going to be train wrecks. Okay. Good for them. Uh, yeah, but this one is just like the somehow more. It's it's probably my own fault for watching a Casey Affleck movie and not expecting it to be like morbidly depressing. Mm-hmm. But this was somehow worse than Manchester by the Sea. It what it, more yeah, depressing? More depressing than Manchester by the Sea. Like at least Manchester by the Sea. That's like okay, this horrible thing happened to this guy and something good came out of it. Yeah, there's nothing really good that came out of this story, other than like a guy who was already friends with this guy became better friends with this guy. Because his wife dies. Is. And that's like, that's it. That's about as uplifting as it gets. And this movie is so depressing that I, it literally gave me a panic attack. Oh, my God. It was, it, it ruined the rest of my day because I was exhausted from the panic attack. And I, I, I know that there's going to be people that watch this movie now based off of just like the, uh, the morbid curiosity of how depressing it is. It is extremely depressing. Not me. I already saw the five-year engagement. That's that was right. depressing enough. Is Randall Park in this? No. We did get recommended a uh, a uh, <laughs> Always Be My Maybe, yeah. which I believe that you, you had watched a while back. And did an episode on. Did we? Yes. Okay. I politely told that person, asked and answered. Thank you. <laughs> and they were like, oh, forgot if, whether you guys had done it. But yeah, we did an Always Be My Maybe episode. Uh the one thing that did save my day yesterday after watching that horrendously... Uh, the movie is pretty good, though, I'll say. like It is extremely depressing, but it is good. And I would say that Jason Segel and Casey Affleck turn in outstanding performances. Uh, I couldn't tell you a bad Casey Affleck performance. Yeah. Like he's, he's, he's never been bad in a movie. No, no I don't think so. And like it just ranged from... like. He was good, too. He was unbelievable. Yes, that's probably true. Um, But the one thing that did save my day, I took a bath. Good. I'm becoming a bath guy. Good. I'm, like, becoming a bath guy with accessories now. Better late than never. Yes, I know that I'm uh, probably, like, what, two years behind the curve here for you? But that's, like... Yeah, maybe, like, a year and a half. Maybe... Yeah, maybe two. Who knows? I, I have no sense of time anymore. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I knew that y- you had become a bath guy a couple of years ago. Uh, I haven't had a bath. Uh, Probably in a... Oh, you're no, like, like... I haven't like, had a bathtub. Ah. Um, but recently moved, now have a bathtub. So I decided that I would maybe give it a shot, see if it helps the old mentals a little bit. It is the most relaxing and enjoyable thing. Dude, I mean, I so I haven't done one in a, a little bit, but... When you get into a routine of like taking one every night, if you can, it I rocks. I don't know if I'm going to be an every night guy, but but I, like a, say like for for like a certain thing or like every yeah. other day. Uh, so I did yesterday. I tossed in a bath bomb, watched the Bruins. Yeah, have a thing to watch. Yeah. So I would I I'd bring in the laptop. I'd put on a Bruins game, or I would. I watched Ted when I was watching Ted Lasso for the first time. That was a big bath seems time like activity. A, it seems like a good bath show. Um, and the other, I watched. Uh, oh, this is how it came about because uh, we were talking in L.A. We were talking about uh, this is my house. Oh yeah, that's right. And I was like, we were. I was explaining that show and saying that I watched in the bath and like. My bathroom was a catastrophe because I would just like like splashing, splashing around. in like disappointment that it wasn't that person's house. I do remember I was quite drunk at this time when you were describing it in California, but Wrong it, you did house. you Gosh. did say that you were like splashing around in there, throwing a fit, rubber duckies flying everywhere. Uh, it wasn't that motherfucker person's house? As the stings of I did uh, I did like music the first night and I got a little restless. So I invested in a uh, like a caddy that goes across the tub. That's nice. And, I don't have that. Okay, I got uh, the bath bombs and the caddy, and like I so I have I have a nice little tray for like I got a, I made an old fashioned. Whoa! Uh, and and put that in, and then I watched the Bruins, drank a little bit, and it was fucking amazing. Lit a Vineyard Nights candle. Wow! So uh, all the way in on baths. And the cool thing about taking baths is, I mean. Your bathroom should hopefully always smell nice, but mm-hmm. if you are a regular bath taker, 
your bathroom is going to smell amaze balls. Okay. Because you're just, you just constantly have nice smelly things going in there. Yeah, I got the, the bath bomb and I got now I got vineyard night scents permeating yeah. throughout there. Strong recommend. So, are you uh do you shower before or after? Uh after after doing a bath? Yeah, I was instructed that you got to shower after you do bath. No, you don't. I do, I do it at the end of the day. I'm showering in the morning anyway. Okay. And honestly, I am running that hot water into the fucking ground. There's not going to be a trace of hot water in yeah. the town in which I live for like 45 minutes. So do you do you re-up like halfway through the bath? Oh, yeah. Okay. You let a little go. You bring yeah. a little back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that helps with... Actually, I don't know if it helps or not, but I tell myself that it helps with... It like refreshes the bubbles, but it doesn't... You you want the bubbles I don't get to bu- just like I, die down. I don't have bubbles. No oh. bubbles yet. Bubbles are a good way to like kind of time the bath. Okay. Yeah, because I, you, you only... can't just get out until the bubbles are dead. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that's what that's what I've been told. That, like, because Ellen was like, "How you take short baths?" And I'm like, "How long am I supposed to be in the bath for? How long are you taking the bath?" Yesterday I was in there for like an hour. Yeah, like hour, hour and a half. Yeah, okay. So I was in there for an hour. Uh, the previous night, I was only in there for like a half an hour. But like I said, I didn't have a full setup. I was getting a little restless. Yeah. So uh, I am in the in the market for uh, like uh, a bath time playlist. Yeah, you asked me. You were like, uh, hit me with the bath playlist. I don't have one. I just put I when I do music, which I rarely do in there. I'll just put on an album. Yeah. Or there are very few albums that I like can stand start to finish though. Ah. But so like if 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 any listeners have a uh, have bath time wrecks. I mean, I got one for you. Yeah. Pure moods. It was a compilation album. There were constant ads for it in the early '90s, and my TV watching experience was th- this ad for this is compilation it like one of the album. Late night ads where they like scroll the songs. Right. It's like that, except it was late night, early night. During the day, okay. everything, and you're getting like a lot of uh, like Enya's on there. Oh, you got Enya see, would be a great bath. Yeah, I mean artist. Enya's like the ultimate bath <laughs> artist. Um, but you're getting like there's some Kenny G on there. There's it's just, it's just uh, uh, who else is on there? Enigma's on there. There's a lot of just like soothing chill stuff so right. pure moods and that play there, there's a playlist of it on spotify you're you all right so maybe i'll maybe i'll steal from that because I, I think that i'm going to make my own bath time playlist and i'm going to call Just it because you want to bath time shithead of that's course. an elite name and so uh i will make that i know that you're m- mainly the the uh the playlist guy on this podcast but i'm gonna Toss do it on the Patreon. i'm gonna do my own i'm gonna take some recs if you want to submit it if you're on the patreon Feel free. I will put out the call on the Patreon for bath time Rex. So uh, please respond if you got any. Um, join the Patreon if you're not on there already. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash listen to brunch. Our you- content on there is so good right now. Yeah. And you're now you're going to get a fucking bath time playlist. You get a bath time. I mean, I mean, for $5 a month, you get all this extra content and a bath time playlist. Imagine being able to pay $5 a month for a bath time playlist. That's right. We that alone to... is worth the price. We visit you in the bath. Right. Um, and speaking of people giving people things, we are going this week at some point, we will notify people who are getting the passes to the Green River Festival. Um, we have the passes. We've just kind of, and we we've asked like who wants to go, and we've just forgotten to give them away. So we're going to do like a random drawing thing and yeah, we're also going to plan the sleepover. We're going to do that soon in short order. That's coming on the Patreon now. We have Oscar's mini episodes for King Richard, West Side Story, The uh, Nightmare Alley, mm-hmm. and Coda. Coda. And this week we will be adding D My Car and Don't Look Up. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see Drive My Car. That's a long movie. It also is in another language. It's English subtitles. It's currently streaming. I have made... Currently streaming where? uh, HBO Max, I believe. Okay. But I've made the responsible decision to give this movie a fair shake and see it in theaters. Because if a movie... I've learned these days, if a movie is a certain amount of length, 
It's not just a me problem. I know this about every fucking human. If a movie is more than like 91 minutes, people get on their phones. And I can't do that with an Oscars movie. So I'm going to go to a theater and keep myself honest. Yes. Yeah, so, so for me, if I'm going to do that, I have to watch it late at night. Like when I know that the interruptions are going to be very limited. Yeah. limited. Uh, so I'll probably stream it tonight. Okay. It will be. In, I think it will be interesting to maybe get the uh, the juxtaposition of... Well, theater, I saw it in the theater. Theater experience versus at-home experience. You know what? I might be a little distracted. I, I can feel myself getting doing some popcorn, mm. maybe even some soda. I, I had one and a half sodas last night. Wow. I've been... Do you count ginger ale as soda? Yes. Do you? Yeah. Oh, then I've been pounding soda. Re- I mean, it is... I mean, it's like it's, it's carbonated a, water with sugar in it. It is a tremendous treats though ginger ale is great i've been expanding my ginger ale palette i recently uh dipped my toes into the cranberry ginger ale oh yeah and that is a move that is a real game changer that's very good game changer y'all man we got to get the board it'll just be that and like at different pitches we're gonna have we'll have we're gonna get a a permanent setup coming and uh, game changer y'all that's right and we will have a board yeah, it will, we'll have a board that will just only have Torian drops. Yes. Our art will be Torian. <laughs> and we'll be like, we are changing the name of the podcast. You must like that actor. We'll be like, ah, we like that character's arc we in like the final season. Yes. <laughs> Man, I hope everybody watched Insecure because Torian, it's not even like a comeback story. They just like had him laying in the weeds and he was very useful to Molly's story mm-hmm. forever. But like, we were never talking about Torian. Right, yeah. And then they those two started it's really emerged. Those two started doing the hibbity dibbity. He did a real Tim Thomas career arc. Right. Just like <laughs> Vezinas. I'm around, but yes, I'm going to be the best at the yeah. end. He ended up with two Vezinas in three years. <laughs> uh the Con Smythe. Absolute legend. Um saw the new Batman movie, but actually, since we're talking about Don't Look Up this week, let's first talk about winning time. The okay. yeah. HBO thing about the Lakers. It's a mini series. John C. Riley. It's got a good cast. Very, everyone's very excited for it. I saw everybody. You told me you were like, "Yo, people are loving this." People say it's awesome, and I was like, yeah. "Fuck yes!" I couldn't wait. Watched it. Had some like light. Elaine with English patient vibes. I didn't think that it stunk, but I was like, oh, fuck. I don't like this as much as everybody else. I feel like a dick. And I liked it a lot. Yeah. But when I put out that I didn't like it as much as everybody else, I had a lot of people confide okay. in me. Be like, like, hey. D- d- off the record. D- yeah, like <laughs> off the record, I agree with this. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like the the, uh, the, the complaint that you... You lobbed my way. Like, I don't necessarily disagree with it, but I didn't think that it was as annoying as as you did. So you want to tell the people what your complaint is? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that it's probably... Honestly, it's probably a complaint that people had about Don't Look Up, which I think was where people were like, I'm just sick of Adam McKay, like, with, when Don't Look Up came out. And no. I was like, well, that's your fucking... Then don't watch an Adam McKay movie, you dork. Y- but, yeah, but no, but I think that, I think for Don't Look Up, it was different because Don't Look Up, they were like... It feels like it's 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 dull, like yeah. it feels like it's satire because it is. Yeah, it was yeah, <laughs> dummies. But uh this was like the worst of Adam McKay. Of uh, this is like the worst case scenario of Adam McKay for me where it has all of this like we're making jokes, we're being funny, we're being funny, we're being funny and you don't get a single joke the whole time. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I, I think that it was like, um, it it n- really knocks you over the head with like the McKayism of like gonna break the fourth wall, I'm breaking the tell- fourth wall. Uh, Isn't it wacky? How text we're on the this screen. Story? Yeah, like, but I, I mean, I enjoy that. I'm still not totally sick of it, but I understand that like if you have Adam McKay exhaustion, then then like this this is probably a little. It comes on strong. And I, and I never feel that way when I see an Adam McKay thing. Like, even, like, Vice, which does that, like, crazy. I was, like... Even for Vice, though, it kind of, like, it lets it breathe yeah. uh, at... at and, and I don't know if that's because it's, like, a movie and Adam McKay is comfortable in that space. But, like, this one, it really, like, sets the tone early and it comes on very strong. Like, every two seconds, there's some... I, I think that... I'd like Adam McKay, at least for this series, to do what I wish The Office did with Creed, 
which is I, I always wish that Creed had five lines the entire series of The Office, and Creed would have been a legend. And I know that a lot of people find Creed to be a legend anyway. But I think that, like, ultimately, the Creed character kind of sucked. It's, it's like, closer to John Ralphio right, the, in, in Parks and Rec, where, like, they really saved their John Ralphio bullets for the most part. Yeah. And maybe a little Every bit now overexposed and then, at the end. Right. But once they realized that people started to really fucking love him. But, like, in the m- early to mid part of Parks and Rec, uh, John Ralphio, like, w- was batting a thousand. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's what I, I I think in the early days of the podcast we commended them for doing that and like probably talked about how like there's got to be temptation to run this guy into the ground. Right. Please don't do that. And that's why I got in an argument with somebody uh, about the best like TV show like sitcoms ever, and they pulled up the Rolling Stone list, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Wow, um, Parks and Rec is very high," and it was higher than it should have been. But I was like, "Because it never got Parks bad. and Rec deserves to like Parks and Rec never made bad decisions, yeah. and that even if it didn't have like the highs of the other ones, you deserve credit for having like a long running sitcom, for lack of a better term, that never, never. that never made the wrong decision. Yeah, uh, but uh, I would like for winning time to only put text on the screen three times the whole season. Okay. How, how many in the uh, the first episode? I know there was twice, but I guess once if you count... Uh, like white and black. White and black, yeah. So th- that one I like, sm- I smirked at. But also th- that one, did, they did this like real like... I was going to say, like they did this like real like Larry versus Magic thing. <laughs> like, oh, where, where does that come from? Uh, but obviously like Larry Bird and Magic Johnson were a huge rivalry. Please read Jackie McMullen's book uh, on on them it's amazing but what's it called uh when the game was ours okay yeah you got some like oh does, does he not remember no i just name? wanted to make like if you're gonna throw out a recommendation you should know the name of it i should yeah it's called when the game was ours okay. i just remember it's got a gold cover and okay uh says larry bird Irvin magic johnson uh g- great book anyway uh but they do like a lot of like the lakers are like choosing but like who are they going to build their franchise around like larry bird or magic johnson like they were in different drafts right well they they do they 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 do say that it was like a uh uh jerry bus gives like a trick question to his daughter right of like who should i draft but they they still like build build up like the well like they really play it up like in the first episode before magic even enters the nba it seems like they're like Really harping on Larry versus Magic when I know that they they did have like somewhat of a rivalry in college. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Magic Johnson beat him in the okay. uh, national championship. Okay, so like it, it exists, but like they are making it out to be a, a maybe a bigger deal. Than... No, I mean they, they just kind of make it seem like honestly, like I took as a Celtics fan, like I took it to be like, ooh, like the Celtics really fucked up not taking like Magic Johnson there, huh? But you want that pick back. And also, like, I, I said to you, like, it came off as, like, them doing the whole, like, um, like the racial element of it of, like, back then people being like, oh, like, Larry, there's just something so nice about He's him. Hard like, the nose, hard worker, the, right, blue collar. Right, and putting yeah. on the screen, like, white. And then magic uh, is flashy and, right. and uh, sh- like, an entertainer, showman. But blah, it was, blah. like, pre- at least I kind of took it as being, like, they really took the cheese on this guy. When they could have had Magic Johnson, and I was like, "No, I didn't. Did, I didn't interpret okay. it that way. Like, I interpreted interpreted it as like just the stereotypes that e- even still exist now. Right? That like, are like, seriously, within the last like five years, people would be like, "Oh, like real like small shifty receiver." Yeah, it's like, oh, so he, he's white, and right? He's, and he's fast. Yeah. Um, or or uh, when uh, when a white quarterback is is quick, he's got deceptive speed. Oh yeah, sneaky fast. Yeah, sneaky fast. Um, we didn't talk about speaking of quarterbacks. We didn't talk about that uh, Russell Wilson was traded. Yeah, today. who cares? I dude, I was excited about that mainly because like Aaron Rodgers was trying to have like a big Aaron Rodgers day, <laughs> and uh, I'm always a fan of Aaron Rodgers. Rapport, being just re- reports the contract, and he's like, "Well, I would just like to say that while I am returning." Those numbers are inaccurate. Like, but don't worry, Russell trade. Wilson has been <laughs> traded. Denver Broncos, AFC West. AFC West is going to be is going to be cuckoo banana pants. Mm-hmm. All those quarterbacks out there. Good lord. 
Watch out. Your Chargers. Mike, you see they signed Mike Williams? No. Yes. Good for them. Yeah. Terrible contract. Well, that sounds about right. <laughs> $20 million a year. He, he's he's replaceable. If he's like, yeah, he's like a, when he's awesome, he's like the, I mean, the end of the that Raiders game. Yeah, but he's going to play like, for the Chargers. That's a problem. Yeah, but with Justin Herbert, I don't know. Like they can, they can build off last year, but uh, not feeling too amazing. Uh from the Chargers. We t- discussed I got a Chargers helmet. Not sure what we're going to do with it, but I got did, a Chargers helmet. I did see that. Yeah, yeah. That's in the mix. It's well, We visited the Chargers team store, and unfortunately... Oh, did we talk about it on the last episode? I think so. I think we oh. talked about it on the LA episode. Just like, what Chargers? <laughs> right. Well, the Rams j- did just win the Super Bowl. There was like, instead of piss jersey, there was just like... A little piss. Here's, like on the here's floor. one jersey, and, like, and there's piss on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I saw the new Batman movie. Very cool. Three years long. No, I. I mean, I, the the the. What did you think of the new Batman thing? Is always tough for me because I'm like, we're never going to see a Batman movie and be like that sucked because it's going to be exciting. And there have been a few that I've seen and been like, yeah, that sucked. What did you think sucked? You see that you think the, the Batman sucked? No, the bat the Batman was very good, very nearly great. Yeah, I gave it an eight point five. Okay, yeah, that's a that's a really good score. Yeah, uh, I I think that it was. Um, I like a lot of the things that it did, and from like a technical standpoint, it's a fucking masterpiece. Hmm. That movie looks incredible. It sounds incredible. Uh, like all of the Batman stuff, like the Batman suit, the Batmobile, all yeah, he's got unbelievable. Yep. Uh, Robert Pattinson is an awesome Batman. Uh, Zoe Kravitz is Zoe an Kravitz, awesome Catwoman, both in looks and in character. Uh, people, I saw people who were absolutely freaking out over uh, Zoe Kravitz. I thought Justin. Zoe Kravitz gave the best performance in this movie. Really? Her or Colin Farrell? I thought that uh, that Jim uh, Jim Gordon was. Oh awesome. yeah, yeah. Who is fuck? His name's slipping me. Yeah. Ah uh, shoot, what's his name? Uh, I love him too, and I forget his name. Uh, he's from Westworld and a bunch of other things. Uh, Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. yeah. Uh, unbelievable casting job, like. All the pieces are in place for, like, the franchise to be incredible. And that's what I'm most excited about moving forward. Like, I think that the potential is sky high. Unfortunately, like, there, it's not a perfect movie. Um, but it is an incredible first installment. I think th- – I saw somebody describe it as a little bit bloated. And I think that that's – they weren't talking about Colin Farrell's Penguin. Hmm. Definitely bloated. But uh, they were talking about, I think, like, just – there's a lot happening, and it's three hours long, and it does feel like it could be like two and a half hours. I was going to say, I would if this movie were two hours and ten minutes, I would love it. And I don't know if you can really carve off 50 minutes, but I'm pretty sure you can carve off like 30. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I, two and a half, I think, would be great. So the biggest takeaway from this movie, and I don't know if it's a... It's not necessarily a complaint, because they can make a Batman movie however they want. But it's like all Batman. Yeah, I like that. It's it's like there there is no Bruce Wayne essentially in this movie. Yeah. He like Robert Pattinson is Batman in costume the whole time, and he's in a ton of the scenes. So it's just basically like like Batman living his life. So yeah. lot, like he's got like he like volunteers down at the station like a lot. Yeah. Of, I I was absolutely tickled by that. They would just like be at a police station. And like, they're like, uh, "Hey, uh, is who is that? someone's here? Oh, I think Batman's here. Yeah, he said he was going to come by. What's up, Batman? Um, <laughs> uh, that's hey, what are you guys working on? And like, it just like it was. But that's my favorite part of of that movie. Like, hundred percent. There was like casual it's, Batman. It's ba- and it's Batman establishing a relationship with the police department. Mm. That is like my favorite part of of the my favorite dynamic because it's like. The Gordon and Batman dynamic is at its best in this movie. And I left. It, I should have mentioned, by the way, Jeffrey Wright when talking about the the good performances. Yes, he was, he he was, was great. Awesome. And uh, like the the idea of like Batman sort of like cutting his teeth as a more detective type, I really like. This was essentially like a detective movie. Yeah, yeah, it was like a, a serial killer, right? With, yeah, it yeah. was, it was, it was like tracking a serial killer. Like it had some like seven vibes to it. 
Um, and so like I I really like that. A, a lot of the uh, the Batman movies previously are just like action movies yeah. or like you know more comic book style. This was a detective movie. This is the most like even I didn't think that you could get more civilian than the Christopher Nolan trilogy mm-hmm. because those were like pretty rooted in reality like like they could all the- theoretically happen kind of mm-hmm. bane was a little like far fetched like they had some like whimsical stuff but you're like yeah it's a fucking batman movie nothing in this movie was like whimsical no, it's, or so it's i don't want to say it's not fun but there there's no lightheartedness in this movie like it is a 3 hour very dark yeah gritty movie i'm disrespecting everybody by the way totoro was really good totoro uh, was good Sarsgaard didn't really do anything, and I oh, love him. Really, yeah. But he just like didn't do anything. He just got like drunk and weepy. Yeah, that's all he did the entire movie. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's talk about Dano and the Riddler because I'd heard like unbelievable things. Yes. Going people in. said that he was great and like haunting and no, he didn't do it for me. Yeah. I came out and I was like, no. I what think the f- like the the plot and like the he was fine. He executed the the role but i was disappointed by like his performance and not that he was bad but like it he, there was no nothing stood out about it really to me yeah like he he passed yeah uh and the the riddles themselves n- nothing corny. special yeah no nothing special you give me a uh, second i could have figured out one. like yeah. quite a few of those and batman does immediately like every riddle he's yeah, just like casual oh, yeah, batman that, is like it, yeah this is second the year today? second year bat yeah, right yeah this is second year Batman who is like inexperienced with dealing with these psychopathic villains and knocking first, them out of the park first one he encounters he's like this guy's weak as shit yeah people get your numbers up yeah I don't uh, maybe I'm missing something or I mean or just very possible very lucky maybe I'm wrong very lucky though to going back to your point where this is like an all Batman movie very lucky that. Uh, Dano didn't bring this movie down because if it had been a Riddler movie, it would have been pretty blame, honestly. Yeah. Like, so somebody had made the the case that like um that the Dark Knight is their favorite Batman movie, but they almost don't even consider it a Batman movie because they consider it a Joker movie. Fair. And the Dark Knight is definitely a Joker movie. This you cannot mistake it for anything other than a Batman movie. I think you could mistake it for like a cop movie. This is you know what this is. This is the spiral of but, Batman. But you know who's a cop? Chris Rock. Batman essentially. No, he's a volunteer. Yeah, he's volunteers he works, down at the he station. Spends more hours being a cop than any of those cops. He's like a like really like likes the like the idea of law enforcement. Yeah, and and I think and I think that it does a good job of like setting up why uh, Gordon and Batman have such a good relationship because in this one. Like, all the cops are dirty. Yeah. And Gordon only trusts Batman, and Batman is like, yo, you're a good cop. So it's them kind of, like, bonding and also solving a, uh, solving like, a serial killer spree. Did you stay for the mid-credits or end-credits? I did, but I didn't even notice that there was one. So So it was very unassuming. This was the height of impatience for me. As the credits were starting, I was like waiting for a minute, and then I was I just Googled is there a mid credits thing? And it said there is It's just like a website thing. But right? it says it's just like if you want to read into that this movie was made by the Riddler, then you can because it's like him signing off or whatever. Okay. And I was like, I don't need any more of that boring ass Riddler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if this movie was made by the Riddler uh, there should be more Riddler, I would think, right? Because this is all maybe Pat he Man. knew that it's not the best Riddler. It's true. Um, did you? What did you think of the uh, the the twist? It's not really a twist. The uh, the fun little wink wink at the end of in the Arkham Arkham Prison, yeah, or Asylum. I didn't get it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, let me guess. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was, you want to talk about an easy riddle. Oh, yeah, postmarked. Yeah, it was like, yo, I saw that coming a mile away. Yeah, and I think that they, they could have used a little more subtlety. I wish someone was there and was like, do that less less loud, please. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it was not subtle at all. Why are you screaming? You're, you're next to each other. Did you? Did you? Uh, did you catch who it was? Who played them? Yeah, I can't even think of who it was, so I don't remember if I did catch who it was. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, like you would have to kind of either like look it up or guess. But I found out in a fun way. Oh, I, I saw the I, I saw stu- in the credits. Yes, that- that's how I found out. That like I stuck around and I saw in the credits this person's name and I was like, "Who the hell did they play?" And turns out they were like, "This is who they play." So it's a famous sports franchise owner. No, that's not who I'm talking about. Who? Oh, what are you playing? Who are we talking about? Huh? No. Oh, that person was that was person was in the credits. Really? Who? Barry Cohen. Barry Cohen. Say? Barry Cohen. Who's that? Uh, you ever see Dunkirk? Yeah. He's the one with the weird face. That's. That's his <laughs> No, that's. That's. It's, it's uh, Ed Hardy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did know that that was him. Yeah. Hell yeah. I couldn't. Uh, I actually screamed, it's him. <laughs> and someone said who, and I was like, I haven't seen Dunkirk. Who did the uh, the other guy play? I don't think anybody, but he's just listed in okay. the credits. He, Is he like an executive producer? Oh, he could have been in on that, trying to turn a little coin off it. I mean, he also owns a professional sports franchise, mm-hmm. so it could be that. Uh, last movie I'd like to touch on is Studio 666, which I watched, and that is bottom 10 movie I've ever seen in my life. Okay, and like not even in... And everyone's like, well, it didn't... What, what did you expect to be good? And I was like, I expected it to be like campy and fun or something like that. Maybe watchable. Right. Is it unwatchable? It's I, I consider it to be unwatchable. Would uh, if we were still doing piece of shit of the year award, it would be up for. I mean, I was perusing my list of what year was uh, Little Women and Uncut Gems and Knives Out and uh, not Whiplash, uh, fucking Parasite. 2019? I think it was 2019. It must have been. That was such a great year for movies. And I have a list of all the movies I saw that year and how I ranked them. And Cats was dead last. And actually, all my Always Be My Maybe was that year. Okay. And I was like, if I were to make a list of movies i've seen this year i have to imagine dead last would be fucking i mean if it's top 10 worst of all time it was it was really really bad like i don't know who could enjoy it i love foo fighters i like that you like campy movies i like campy movies i like like bad horror movies you like music i like music this is a uh there's one part that was funny legitimately one part He's got exciting. writer's block. and How long is it? Oh, that's the, it's uh, an hour and 50 minutes. No. If you're right. making this movie, it's it got to be like be an 80. hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, it needs to do what Popstar did. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, and Pop- Popstar was great. 90 minutes max. Yeah, it needs no fat on it. And this has way too much fat on it. But there's a scene where Dave Grohl has writer's block. And uh, he finally comes up with a song. And he's playing it. And it's uh, it's hello and lionel richie comes out and he's like hey that's my song and he's like oh shit sorry and he's like i wrote that song and he's like my bad dude i won't play it he's like stop playing it and like it's just like drag this is why the hour movie's an hour and 50 minutes i guess but like it's just like so dragged out he's like don't play it again and he's like i'm sorry man just i've been having such terrible writer's block and he's i don't care that's my song. Don't r- don't play it again. Write your own song. And as he's walking, and then he like walks away, and like because he's like a ghost or whatever, he's walk away. He's like, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So that's funny. Well, maybe Dua Lipa should try staying in that house because maybe she'll get yelled at for stealing music. Did you see uh, the Circling Back did. Boys did, did that? Yeah, man, I love that segment. I wish they. Ke- I hope they keep doing more of that. We but should steal it. We should. That man. That that is, I sent it to you. Um, it is a, uh, I was like a blatant ripoff. I get mad when they're like, "Ooh, so and so is suing like fucking uh, Tom Petty is suing Sam Smith for Stay with Me," and I'm like, "It's a very basic progression. Nobody owns that. 
lay right. off him. It's this this one like you would same listen, song. You would listen to that other song and you'd be like, I know that I fucking heard this song before, and like maybe it wouldn't click immediately, but you'd be like, I know that this is just like another song, like another song samples this. Yeah, no, it's just stolen. Rick Beato, great music YouTuber, made a video on it, like my, like my thoughts on the Dua Lipa lawsuit. I watched the other day, and he was like, All right, first. I'll he was like if you haven't heard these first I'll play um I'll play levitating which like we've talked about on this channel before and he plays a little bit of the chorus and then uh he's like all right now I'll play the other song just kidding I just played both of them and they were hard panned left wow. and right and you Didn't probably miss. just heard like levitating and something maybe was a little like funky about it, but that was just both songs at the same time. Damn, that's yeah. crazy. It, uh, that being said, I'm still gonna play the shit out of Levitating. Bangs, levitating is so good. Bla- the the bath piece. It's so good. Yeah, I hope the other people get a ton of money for Take her stealing it. But man, she stole it and made it awesome. I'm so glad she stole it. I wouldn't have heard those yeah, wonderful right. songs, the notes before. So otherwise. are we okay? Okay, cool. We're okay with it. Yeah, just break them off like a bajillion dollars, right? If you're going to steal, steal the way that she stole. Steal it and make it a thousand times better. Or start working together. Be like, yo, write my next song too? (laughs) Hell yeah.